Welcome to Opening the Door Podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Welcome to the birthday episode. It is Opening the Door Podcast's one year birthday. The first episode of this podcast last year aired August 3rd. This episode is coming out August 2nd. So we're basically, you know, on the day of the birthday so exciting so today we just have a little birthday episode for you luke is interviewing me about what's changed in the past year what's my new perspectives of the past year all this stuff lots of good little tidbits in here for you and thank you so so much for being here the past year whether you've been here from episode two or episode one wherever you joined in on this journey or if you joined more recently i'm so so happy to have you here look out for an exciting website announcement coming very, very soon this week. And enjoy the episode. Happy, happy birthday to Opening the Door Podcast. We're here with Luke. Hi. Luke's back. And got our little drinks. And we're going to be chatting about just like what's changed in the past year and all the good stuff that's come with the podcast and probably going on a few tangents here and there about spiritual stuff. So yeah, this is the birthday episode the birthday episode thank you so much for inviting me on again i love to be here yeah better chat about what's changed for you in the past year since starting this whole endeavor it must have been a scary thing at first like what were the fears with starting this kind of yeah episode or chapter of your life Ooh, good question so i want to start with sort of the impetus of this which was i was working from home at like the job i was at which i'm not at anymore but i was working and i just had this random inspiration that i remember snapchatting a few people about it and being like i I don't even think i had taken any classes yet or anything i didn't consider myself a psychic medium at all and Mm -hmm. i just snapchatted people and said i really want to start a podcast where i interview psychics and mediums and and people like that but i don't i don't want to be a psychic medium i just want to interview them Mm -hmm. it's like it's just kind of like a funny little and what was your network at that point none none i had nothing i had nothing i mean i was just like listening to other psychic podcasts at the time and hadn't no this was like two years ago uh no i don't think so maybe my aunt who has been on the podcast but yeah not really like my husband also, but yeah, nothing like, nothing like had happened yet. It was just like this idea. And I wrote, I remember writing out all this stuff on a piece of paper about what it would be like and, and t- what types of episodes I would want to do. And I'm sa- I'm really saying this was like in 2021. And then I just like let it die. I, I didn't really let it die, but I thought I did. So I just like put it aside, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, things just kept rolling along. I took classes and after you know eight months to a year after that that's when i am i getting the timeline wrong when did i start this 2022 (laughs) so i had this idea in 2021 maybe like six to eight months later i had taken a few classes and like done that stuff and then while i was still working yeah while i was still working it's weird how time has just been muddled since 2020 honestly like it's just so i'm like what yeah so um so yeah this was born the idea was born in 2021, and then it took me about a year to really fulfill it. Interesting. So, yeah. When you first reached out to people and said, hey, I want to do this interview show where I interview psychics and mediums, was there support? What was the reaction? Uh, like when I Snapchatted people yeah. about it, they were like, oh my gosh, you should do it. That's such a good idea. And so, yeah, people, I mean, my friends were like, oh yeah, definitely do it. 
and then I just like was like whatever and then I got life got busy and, and sure. all of that and then I think I talk about this in the origin story episode but I had been listening to other podcasts and stuff and I just had this feeling like if I don't do this if I don't figure this out for myself I'm just gonna like regret it so much when I'm like 50 years old I'm gonna be like what the hell why didn't I ever do what I wanted to do so that's how me getting into like actually doing the work happened yeah. taking classes because I had this feeling of future regret that sure. I just like didn't I knew I didn't want to have Did you also have the feeling of well I can go back at any time because we just talked about that a little bit off air yeah like I, I always definitely felt like well I don't have to even if I take classes, I don't have to do anything with this if I don't want to. But then, like, I just felt more compelled to after I started just feeling like it was so magical and so cool. And I don't know, I just felt super compelled to, like, start to read for people and, and stuff. So, yeah, it just sort of, like, evolved naturally over a longer period of time than I think some people might assume. Yeah. So how so. many episodes deep are you in the podcast at this point? Um, as we're recording this, I think I just put out episode 47. So we're 47 okay, wow. episodes. Yeah. Now, have you gone back and listened to episodes, you know, one, two, three, or five? You know like, what? I ones? I haven't, but I, I want to shout out Anthony in oh, this birthday okay. podcast because Anthony Lights, he's been on, he was on the episode as you're listening to this, whoever's listening right now, last week, obviously, about our, our Dreamer podcast episode he was my very first guest and I just made this podcast Instagram and I just started looking up psychic mediums like through hashtags mm -hmm. and for some somehow I just got to his page I looked at his stuff I followed him and I was like I think I'm gonna ask him to inter to interview yeah. and I I don't know what it was I feel like it was cosmic because He's like my best psychic friend now. And I, I joke that he's the podcast BFF because he comes on pretty regularly and does episodes with us. So thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Anthony. And he was so patient. The whole first interview was a total mess. It was my first time interviewing somebody. And I didn't like, I didn't buy the Zoom account because I had assumed we would only talk for a half an hour. So I, as we were talking, I had to upgrade the Zoom account. I had to run, get my wallet, upgrade the Zoom account, and then I had been recording onto my computer, which you know is an issue for me. <laughs> so then I didn't have enough space, so then I, I had to record to the cloud, so then my interview was cut in half. And through all of this, he was I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. So I'm like troubleshooting all this shit. And he was just like, it's fine, it's fine. And yeah, that was my first interview. It was like such a mess internally for myself. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? It's but also yeah, hard so to grateful. produce the first thing you actually record. I know mm -hmm. for myself as like a writer and like I write a lot of comedy sketches and ideas and that kind of thing. But so few of them see the light of day. So to actually like the first thing you make to produce that takes a lot of courage. Yeah, and I was, I had no idea editing at all of that stuff. Like I had very, very little knowledge of it. <laughs> Um, and I hope I've gained a little bit. I'm definitely still kind of like mediocre, but like, I definitely kind of know what's going on now, but yeah, I don't know. It was real. I'm really grateful for his patience for that whole thing. Yeah. And I will say sort of going back to getting into how this whole thing was created. And I know I said I had that idea in 2021. And then basically what happened was when I was like, I don't even know. I just feel like it snuck up on me and I was like, I think I should do this. I just felt inspired again to do it. And at the time, I had a little chunk of money that I was like, you know, what, I'm just going to put this toward 
doing this podcast. So I bought a little microphone and I paid a graphic designer to do the logo and the cover art. Which and is like, gorgeous. I love, I yeah, love. thank you. I know she did a great job. Her name is Haley Helmhold and she runs Balanced Designs, is her. Uh, so I'll shout her out too. So Sorry. the creation of the podcast was really fun, like leading up to it. Thinking of the name, I was like brainstorming names a lot. There was a lot of different sort of iterations of the name that I went through. What were some other name options? Um, I think I was, gosh, yeah. Um, I think some of them were much less specific. Like the opening the door name is really specific to my story. I think opening the door is like a phrase that we use a lot that people tend to use a lot more. I think now that I've named the podcast that I feel like I hear it all over the place. I think some of the other ones I had, I, I sort of thought of things with the words like mind's eye in them or divination or stuff like that. But in the end, like things with like, one of the names I was thinking of was like divination with Haley. And then in my head, I was like, this doesn't really make sense because I'm not just talking about divination. That's why people have preconceived notions of what divine Right. Means. Yes, for sure. So I ended up not going with that. Um, I did want it to be shorter. Open the door is like really long. And that was one, that's one of my things where I'm like, mm, it's kind of long, but it is what it is. And I think it's works because it's more like it makes sense with the I mean, story that we're telling so right yeah so yeah a lot of the other names were just like less personal less interesting um they might have been a little more descriptive but yeah this was just the one that i landed on as soon as i wrote it down i was like uh like i just know that it is even though i felt like it's too long i was i just like already knew that i was gonna go with it and then working with Haley at balance designs doing the Logo. logo creation and um like color with me it was really really fun too and so that, that all was all really exciting and then the microphone came in the mail and I was like okay I have to it's record awesome. this thing and so I recorded a little you know the little preview and when I made it I was like oh, I think I can do this like this is interesting I actually did this and so I posted it and I was like it's happening and it, it, it's like the lowest listened to thing on the podcast, which is interesting. I guess people don't care to listen to previews of stuff to get to know what the podcast is about. Mm. But um, yeah, so that came out and then I was like, okay, I have to record a first episode. So I decided to do the origin story. Like, why is it called Opening the Door Podcast? So I recorded that and put it out into the world. And then I realized... At this point, I think I had already recorded with Anthony or we were going to record. And then I realized like, whoa, I really got to step, put the pedal to the metal here and yeah. like get guests on. And sometimes I still look back at that time and I'm like, whoa, these, the first like 10 guests, basically I had like 20 followers. I mean, not that I have a lot of followers on Instagram now. I've got like 330 or something, but I had like 20 followers, no barely any episodes for them to listen to to be like is this person normal or like is this person somebody I want to work with or not right. and they all just took a chance and were like yeah I will be on your podcast which I am so it like I just think it's so cool I'm like well, thank you so so much reflective of people's love for what they do and I think people who really like are obsessed with their niche or are obsessed with their passion want to share it in whatever way they can so you gave them an opportunity to talk about it and share it, which is really fun for people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's it must be fun to be asked to be on Definitely. a podcast, Would, right? I mean, have you been asked to be on any other shows? Have yeah, I'm going to be on um, Third Eye Sight with Juan. He, I interviewed him. His his podcast 
interview so on opening the door it? will was be coming up. To be asked to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I was like, oh yeah, sure. And so we'll, we haven't recorded yet, but I'm sure it'll be fun. It's it. There's more pressure being in the questioning, the questioner, the question, the questionee, the one receiving, the one the receiving the questions. There's the more being, pressure, oh, in more my opinion. As an no, no, I feel less pressure as an interviewer and right. more pressure as the person sitting there. Oh, like opposite for me. Yeah. No, like really. To make sure I have all my questions down that I'm because if I'm interviewing someone, I feel like I'm in control of the conversation. I want to make sure it's. Yeah, to me well. that makes me that I feel like, to me that feels easy. I don't know why. Like to me, I feel like. I can do that all day. Yeah. And then when I'm the person, I'm like, oh, am I going to say the right thing? Am I going to get across the point that I want to get across? Am I going to, more like, like am I going to give my perfect. essence to this interview the way that I hope to communicate everything that I'm yeah. thinking? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so yeah, the making of the podcast was really, really fun. And then when it went out into the world, I think... I started getting a little bit... I, I really didn't want to show my face on social media at first. And now I'm showing my that. face, like, a lot on social. I just feel like that you have to be personal to, like, sort of grow. And, yeah, I was... I was There was a lot of fear. But I just was like, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Because I really love talking. So, <laughs> so, lots of excitement. And then also on the other side of that, like, lots of doubt, ego, fear. It's type of thing that's like... Yeah, what... You suck! <laughs> what 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 um antagonistic voices popped up for you in the beginning of this process? Mm. Mm. Great questions. Um, I think my first thought about that is definitely I think I've mentioned in another episode that we did together that my fear my ego is like very fear based. So people are gonna people are gonna think you're people from like your your past are gonna think that you're crazy or like they're gonna talk right. about you and this this and this and that and your face is never going to be good enough to like be on social media like people are going to be mean to you like you know like all this stuff or like people sure, are going to yeah. think you're crazy all of that that was just felt like obviously my ego trying to keep me safe and comfortable but in the end like that's really not where the growth comes from so all of that yeah. stuff like really definitely like fear-based ego stuff for sure and I early on in like this podcast, I would let me have scroll back on on Instagram and see when this was because I had a real go viral for me. So, oh hell yeah! So it was. Um, I remember one time I posted a headshot and I looked back at Instagram. And I was like, "Why do I have fifteen hundred likes on a freaking photo that I posted?" That is so funny. Apparently, got you can you can edit this out if you want, but it got it got picked up by some like ginger men Instagram. <laughs> Like a bunch of super uh, affectionate men started commenting and following me. Oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> I was like, All right, nice. So this post that I posted it got nine thousand views, which for nice. for my was... tiny account, I think at that point I don't even know that I had. I had less than two hundred followers at that time, so I got nine thousand views, three hundred ninety four likes. And a lot of comments and saves. And it was literally just me. It was that sound that was like, wow, well, this is going to be the person, my personality for the rest of my life. I don't know if you know yeah, that one. Like... And it was so short. Obviously, reels are so short. They don't really have time to tell a story. So it was just me going, sees a lot of ghosts. This is going to be my personality for the rest of my <laughs> life. And a lot of people 
it just got on the wrong side of Instagram. And there were so many people commenting that I needed to go to a mental hospital, like that I was not okay. Oh, no, no. Lots of like really hateful comments. So this was October, 2022. So this was less than three months into the podcast. I was on episode 13 at this point. <laughs> and I just got so many, obviously like four, close to 400 people liked it. So I was not alone yeah. in this sentiment that I was producing. But there were so many shitty comments that I ended up just, like, blocking and deleting. Right. But that shook me. Um, so, yeah, that that just sort of, like, spoke to everything my ego was telling me was true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that Worst was a... fears confirmed. Yeah. It was a growth moment. But I also got so much love from this tiny community that I was building that made me feel, like okay to continue yeah. so that was cool um was it a situation where the negative comments overpowered the positive comments in your brain like or was sure. it easier for you to cling on be like oh there are people who want this and, and this is a community i can tap into what was what was the predominant? definitely the comments i felt like yeah at first i was like oh my gosh there's people being mean on here and i was refreshing all the time to make sure that those comments like that none of them stayed on mm. the reel for too long so i was like having this weird little like obsessive moment where i was like i have to block and get these comments off because like one i don't want to see them i don't want other people seeing right. them and, and, like, and probably and leads to for not... them too and i yeah. can imagine that playing into you not wanting to have your face necessarily associated with it because it's a whole nother. I think it was the like first time down. I showed my face. Really? I, I want to say I think it was the first time that I showed yeah, my face. Bummer. I had showed my face on stories before, which felt very safe because the, like they disappeared. Yeah, they disappeared. Okay, it was the second Most time. I, screenshot. It was the second time I showed my face. So yeah, October 2022 was a, a, a tough moment, October 28th. Tough moment. <laughs> tough moment. Um, but yeah, so, oh, how has it changed, I think you asked, like the second follow-up question. I think now, because I asked a lot of people this question in the first episodes of the podcast, like, how do you feel stepping out on social, social media? How do you feel, you know, like being really in your power in the yeah. things that you do, like being visible? And so many people gave so many encouraging answers that I feel like they're experiences encouragement like fed my soul and I was able to like move beyond it and now if if that happened again I feel like I would I just would have much smaller of a reaction to mean comments because I know like that these fucking people don't really matter in right and like who right. are they who are Good you? For you who are you yeah you know no one so me. like my content isn't for you so like you can go ahead and move on you know yeah definitely so, uh, yeah. So I was curious, reflecting on the name of the podcast, Open the Door Podcast. Do you feel like, because because part of part of the podcast was yeah, opening that door. Is the door still as open as it was? Have you found ways to open it more? How has this door sort of shifted for you over the past year? Yeah. So the door is actually not a psychic tool that I use that much anymore you don't have to return to it yeah um but yeah i would say like i feel my i feel like my door feels completely open and protected in this in a way where i used to think that that the door needed to be closed for me to be protected right. and now i know that my door can be open and i can be protected and like deliver really resonant potent messages for people and not be afraid and i'm able to do that because like of so many things that I've learned and the door 
being open. Yeah. If that makes sense. Is there anything uh, that you believed going into the podcast that now a year later, having taken classes, had conversations with so many people, anything you, your beliefs have changed in any way since starting the podcast? Mm. Any, did you come in with like a clear, oh yes, this is what I, how I interpret reality. Oh, now I'm not so sure anymore. Yeah. I think like the biggest thing that has changed for me is the concept of time. I think as human beings, we generally really look at time as very linear. We grow old and we see time in years and stuff like that. And I think the concept of time has really expanded for me. And I still do not have all the answers, but it's like that really cool study that just came out from science basically saying that time is not a flat circle. It's more like a choppy sea. Hmm, tell me and about that. So basically, scientists found. Let me Google it really quick because sure. I'm like I don't want to butcher this. Like the last thing. Okay, so, um, so basically, it's scientists, you know, at sort of saw time like a flat circle, and now they're saying it's more like a choppy sea churned by violent events that happened over the course of the past thirteen, like billion years. Damn. And there's this gravitational wave going on in the background that sort of churns it and like black holes and all these different things in space sort of affect it. And then another thing that I can sort of speak to on this is this amazing Einstein quote that I read. And this is going to be in last week's episode too, guys. So you're just getting a refresher because Anthony (laughs) and I talk about this in the dream episode too. But he was talking to the the widow of one of his good friends. And he was like, do you miss him? Einstein was. Yeah. And she said, yes. And he said, well, he's not really gone. He's Einstein sort of viewed time as a almost like a mountainscape. So he said he's not really gone. He's just like on the other side of a mountain. He's right just now. like over there. Yeah, he's just over there. And but we just can't see him. Yeah. And so I think my concept of time has really expanded and has left me with a lot more questions. And that's OK. But it really makes me wonder about how I experience and bring through mediumship. Because how are we, who are we, in what time are we accessing people? Sure. Is a big question. Like, how is your grandmother coming through? Why is she coming through as maybe... In her 30s. In her 30s. Or why is she coming through with the same personality she might have had when you knew her, as opposed to a different type of personality she might have sort of in this, on the other side of the mountain. Right. You know, when she's on the other side. So it really makes me question... And, like, just wonder about mediumship experiences a little bit more. And also paranormal ghost experiences, too. Are we experiencing each other? Is that ghost you're seeing from the 1800s also seeing a future ghost of you in a weird little time loop? You know? Yeah. So time is something that I think about a lot more now. And I just never have thought of that perspective when thinking about paranormal experiences because i had an experience i don't know if i told you about this but i saw a ghost and he looked as shocked to see me as i was to see him Hmm. and i was like why did he look so surprised to see me i should be surprised to see him right wow that's so interesting about how time works because i've also been sort of changing my perception on time and sort of seeing the the permanence of our impact on the world like we have existed and we will always have existed in these little blocks of space that we have taken up over time Mm. and so even with loved ones who have passed on they're not just gone it's not like they never existed their impact and their time and space will always be Mm. it's like it's like 
uh, something that is always being created and has always been created and and will always be there. And yeah, maybe weird things can happen where time can kind of fold in on itself. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're just some strange alien being that experiences time linearly. And that's other aliens are like, that's fucking weird. The humans are linear with time. Yeah. Or they don't even have a concept of time that we do. Yeah, that, that, that's really, really fascinating. Yeah, it's really, it's weird to think about. So that has definitely changed. And I, I think I've sort of been, I definitely feel feel a little bit more in this year of starting the podcast, more open to understanding maybe like darker energies as not completely bad. So I definitely have started like being more interested in working with like earthier energies and energies that might not just be like only love and light, only higher, uh, only like super duper high vibration you know i don't know i just feel like more open to seeing nuances within the spiritual community instead of putting on a hierarchy mm-hmm. yeah spirituality. for sure so that's been like that's sort of fun and what do you feel like you've yeah. gained from allowing yourself to tap into because i think a lot of people could hear that and be like oh you're ty- you're tapping into like a negative dark energy manipulative you know coercive what's been your experience with those energies um, I don't know that I've, like, tapped into them personally a lot. I think, like, I'm sort of in a learning phase right now. So just, like, learning about what what, what underworld energy is and, like, what types of energies that we really play with as human beings because it's not all love and light. Right. And being okay with that. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely more in, like, a learning, a learning phase. And the other thing I decided throughout this year was that I'm never going to share my full spiritual experience on this podcast. Like, really? I want some... That feels counterintuitive yeah, to... but I want some things to be personal to my own practice, and I want some things to just be just for me instead of, like, feeling like I have to share them with hmm. the world, if that Do makes sense. Do you feel sense. like that turns into you talking about yourself kind of always two months ago as in terms of, like, where you were in your development or your practice... And so where you're at right now might be something you'll talk about in three months, but not right now because you're actively like processing what's happening to you. Mm, maybe. I think I, I talk more about my experiences like with readings and stuff, like how I've done readings and, and what things that have happened in readings and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, I've sort of just decided to keep, I don't know what part of it it is yet, but I've just decided to keep at least some of my spiritual practice as my own. And I don't know. I think that's like, personally good nice. to conserve my own my own energy and also just to just have something that's not that's just mine i don't yeah. know and I don't that know way it doesn't feel like it. everything's for public consumption or right just yeah for that's show. what that's exactly that like, oh i need to yes. change my ideas so that i can have things to talk about Fuck yeah that. that is a really good point yeah just something that doesn't feel like i don't want to exploit every part of my spiritual practice <laughs> yeah. for listening and yeah, so just like having stuff and yeah, maybe in a year I'll talk about what I was doing back then or something, but yeah, I don't know. Just feeling like having something that is sacred and personal to my own self feels important yeah. as the podcast has gone on. Do you feel like there are any practices that you are delving into now that you didn't want to do in the beginning of the podcast or in the beginning of this journey of, of, of like formally getting into this stuff? Yeah, for sure. One of the things that... I have discovered this year as something that I really love and feels really, really powerful is automatic writing. So whenever I heard about automatic writing before this, before I was, even when I was starting to dabble, I would say in 2021, I 
was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so scary. Because automatic writing, basically, you, you put yourself into a very relaxed meditative state and you, you ask a question at the top of the page. Obviously, set your goddamn intention, okay, of who you're connecting with. Don't just connect with anybody. And set your intention for, okay, I'm connecting with my higher self. What do I need to know right now? And then you just allow yourself to start. I like to do it typing. Some people do it like writing, but I like to do it typing because I'm faster that way. Yeah, you just allow too. yourself to just flow through. And I have received so much beautiful messages and inspiration from my guides and my higher self through automatic writing when before it really scared me. Like I felt like, oh, I'm, I felt out of control. So hmm. I thought I was never going to try it. I was like, it just feels too out of control for me. Like, what if something bad takes over my body and starts writing bad things, you know? Do you really, does it feel like an out of control experience? No, it doesn't. So that's the thing. Like, when I just was conceptualizing it, I thought that it was. But hmm. I took a class at the beginning, like in January 2023. And she was like, we're doing automatic writing. And in my head, I was like, well, I guess I'm doing it because I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not doing that in a class. So I did it. And I was like, whoa. This was not what I thought it was, and that was really exciting. How do you so. how do you stop that from just being a journaling experience? Um, I think you really have to get into that meditative state to allow things to flow. So this might not be like the best thing to just start if you're just opening up to your intuition. I think this is something like lightly more medium advanced, um, not super advanced, but just so so you have practice putting yourself into a more meditative and relaxed state because yeah, it's just going to be a journal session if you're not relaxed and if you're not setting your intention and if you're not allowing a journaling session is just me thinking about like, okay, today I'm doing an interview with Luke and then I'm going to go pick up a book and then I'm going to go to target. And then, you know, that type of thing, more to do, more to do listy or just more like, I had a really frustrating experience today where somebody budged in front of me at the grocery store and I felt mad yeah, like that. This is more of like for asking questions and getting answers type thing. Even if the question is just what do I need to know right now? Sure. So just like, and then you, it's that practice of letting your ego step aside and connecting in. It's channeled writing, if, if that's a better way to say it. So you're really channeling a your guides or your higher self to come through you and write. And that used to really freak me out. I think like right now I've really only done it with my guides and my higher self. I don't know if I would do it with any like being. Um, I'm sure people do. So I don't do it with any like beings. Like I don't, I don't do it with dead people, I guess is the way to say it. How does that work? I'm not just saying structurally, like, like do you ha have your hands on the keyboard and then you're having, uh, your mind's eye is seeing perspective channelers come through and then you kind of select out of a mix. So basically what I do is I first meditate, mm -hmm. like raise right. my vibration, meditate, get relaxed. And I set my intention. So my intention is to, to connect with my higher self, to ask questions and get answers. And then I, I open my document and I write a question at the top. What do I need to know right now? Is it always that question? Mm, no, but that's a really easy one to start with. Cool. And then you can just like, you know, get down to your paragraph. I close my eyes when I do it because I like to receive it's easier to receive for me that way. So I'll close my eyes, like allow, maybe I'm, sometimes I see stuff, but a lot of the time for me, this is like a stream of other consciousness mm -hmm. coming through. So blah, 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 blah. It's mostly like words coming through. Sometimes I'll see images. Like last time I did it, I saw a spider, which was really interesting. I don't really know what it meant, but yeah. So words and images, but mostly words, what I'm doing, automatic writing. 
So. Has anything significant, are there any significant automatic writing experiences that you want to talk about? I think something that surprised you or was particularly like, oh, feeling seen by your higher self? Yeah, anything I did. scary? Nothing scary, but I did do one recently that felt really, really powerful. And I was like, my my body was even swaying like a pendulum. Like I was really in. If I get into a good meditative state, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll kind of like yeah. rock and it, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really powerful. And it was sort of like a higher self guided situation and it was basically like and one of the really interesting things that I got from that was and and she was kind of referencing the swaying was like this is what it feels like to really be in your power Hmm. so like if you can hold on to this feeling you can access it much more easily so that was really interesting um I'm trying to remember the other stuff that came through in that there was a lot of references to water in that water for cleansing water for different types of things like that um, just like water being a powerful force in my life. Sure. Um, I feel like I, I can't remember a lot of other. I'd probably have to go back and read it. But yeah, super That's powerful. That's really cool. I, yeah. I really like that process. That sounds like something I would I would get a lot out of if I mm-hmm. can if I can let myself get out of my own way enough to do that. And if this is a tip, if you're feeling like you're trying to do it and you're like not getting anything, just sort of start writing and be like, it's my intention to do it, and then see if it can just sort of start flowing out. And if you're sort of stuck on one message, like you're just seeing a spider, just type, I'm seeing a spider, I'm seeing a spider, I'm seeing a spider, until something else moves through. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so automatic writing. Anything else in the beginning of your process that you didn't want to approach or didn't even know about that now you're incorporating more and more into your routine or perspective? Yeah, I really want to... Ugh, two things. Lucid dreaming and astral travel have become really interesting oh, to fascinating. me. I went through a period of my life when I was probably like 16 where I learned about lucid dreaming and tried pretty rigorously to lucid dream. Like I would wake myself up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night, try to put my body to sleep, get my mind awake. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's hard. I have been trying since I finished that awake All right, so we'll start book. lucid dreaming. Then. I want to start yeah. with lucid dreaming and then do astral travel. Yeah, because, yeah. But I really want well, to do Well, it seems like a step one, step two Yeah, almost. for sure. But I am like determined to figure out astral travel. Dude, text me and it immediately used to, if you do. Yeah, I will. It used to scare me because I was like, uh, what the fuck? But now I just don't feel afraid of it. I'm like, I just want to do it. Yeah. And that feels, I'm, I'm really grappling. I'll just be honest about this. I'm really grappling with feeling selfish for wanting to do that because it won't increase the potency of my readings or anything. I just want to do it for me. So sure. that's a really interesting feeling. Is that feeling. okay, though? Like, why is that I want, okay? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, it harmful in any way? I don't think so. That's, okay. let's see, maybe you're walking me through it. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm just having trouble with that. Like, should I be doing something just because I think it's cool? I guess is the question. You Does know? that trivialize this powerful spiritual tool? Yeah, or like, what can I do with this? I'm sure there's plenty you can do with it, at, like for healing, oh my gosh. And for understanding. Like, maybe, maybe it can just be that I just want to understand the universe better, and I want to understand yeah, what I can if do you with could my do body that, and How my much soul. that would fill out your perspective, on yeah, things. and that so, would inevitably aid the numerous other things that you're trying to do like it would just ratchet everything up a level yeah okay thanks you got me to yeah. where i needed to be like i i want to no, do I really it think there's I a lot of hidden understand. power there yeah. yeah for sure so i'm really excited about that if i do it i'll let everybody know yeah i won't keep that part a secret because i am Don't really excited i'm not gonna gatekeep that gatekeep that i'm really excited about it okay well let's so. get back to lucid dreaming so what's your been, been your experience with lucid dreaming then so my husband is a really good lucid dreamer he has been a really fantastic lucid dreamer since we were in college wow so jealous. And I've only had, in like fifth and sixth grade, I used to have these dreams where I lost my watch at school and I would be running around looking for it. And then I would stop and say, 
I don't need to be worried. I am in a dream. So that's as far as I've gotten with like lucid dreaming is understanding that I'm in a dream, hmm. but it hasn't happened in so long. So I've been trying a bunch of techniques from the book Anthony and I just finished, which is like basically affirming that you will lucid dream. And I feel like my dreams have been really crazy. And I feel like my dreams are giving me a chance to be like, this isn't real. You know what I mean? Do you keep a dream journal? I do. So that, that's the journal. one thing that yeah. when I was trying to lucid dream, I was pretty strict about keeping a dream journal. And I didn't get to the point where I could lose a dream or I didn't stay with it long enough, but it did help me remember my dreams and be more cognizant of when I was dreaming. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I keep a dream journal and like last night is a really good example. I kept having this dream and I was waking up. I remember waking up and being like, okay, I'm going to go back in and try to lose a dream, but then I would just fall asleep. So my, my, I feel like my body is starting to be trained to try to lucid dream. And I think that's because of my affirmations before I go to bed. I'm like, I'm nice. going to lucid dream. I'm going to lucid dream. I'm going to lucid dream. I also have tried with binaural beats. Yeah. So um, I just can't fall asleep with headphones in. So that was difficult. Um, but yeah, I am determined to do it. But do I haven't done it Do you do any practices yet. during the day of like, oh, I look at the clock every hour. Right. So this. I do this thing where I look at my hands and I'm like aware of my hands. Mm. Because I saw that that was a tip one time and I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm aware like it just yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, i yeah. am aware it's, it's that i am there. here so i'm doing that so yeah i'm just trying some stuff and then astral travel i honestly have not tried anything yet because i think i want to master lucid dreaming first but those are some two really big things i think that are going to follow me into the next year and then the other thing that has become really interesting to me throughout the podcast is more sort of physical things for our spiritual health like breath work eft tapping two great episodes on the podcast that people can listen to about those two things. I don't remember the numbers of them right now, but you can find them. They literally are just called like the power of EFT tapping and breath work. So I just really love the idea of doing something physical in the body that also connects to the spiritual, because I think for a long time I was like all up in here, all up in the crown and third eye, like everything is immaterial and I'm working. And yes. And now I feel like I'm really coming into a really cool, connection of our bodies really matter and our minds together we are so powerful and i have i just i just love Love that that. realization and it's been so like beautiful and i do feel like our physical bodies get trivialized into just being like we're sacks of meat yeah and it's like that's not true like we like think i don't know yeah and so i just have been finding like i love the idea of taking care of the meat suit that I'm in, you know, and using it for spiritual activity to like EFT tapping, breath work and like, especially talking about like, like even our, our like adjusting our vibrations and trying to have a higher vibration. I'm still like very novice in a lot of this stuff, but that's not just a mental spiritual thing either. Like you can feel that in your body, like when you're in a higher space or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there is this sort of communication between your body and your spirit. So just deadening your body to a sack of meat. I, I do feel like it's a disservice to the power that it can have. Mm-hmm. And I if totally we take agree. care of our bodies and value them for what they give us, it can sort of be this cross-communicative thing with our spirits. Yeah. And that's where crystals come into play too, right? Mm-hmm. Like sure. crystals can help. Isn't that... Correct me if I'm wrong there. But I thought crystals were like a sort of divining tool to communicate with your body's knowledge. Mm, they can be, yeah. I think if you use it like a pendulum, like a crystal pendulum, a lot of people do pendulum work with chakra, so you hover it over your chakras or a picture of your chakras and it will, whatever way you've programmed your pendulum will swing if you need, might need to do some clearing. or if you, So there's crystal stuff like that. that. Um, yeah, a lot of people do a lot of crystal healing with chakra work as well. So Was, Did you know about crystal stuff before 
the podcast or is that I like thought crystals were pretty but those were definitely a more recent development you can see I actually just built this gorgeous crystal grid for intuition I just did that last yeah last night it was part of my 22 days of spirituality and that was really fun so I think crystals are really gorgeous and really fun have I unlocked every single thing about them no but I love meditating with crystals like I'll pick a few crystals to meditate with in the morning and sometimes I'll meditate on an intention or not. I don't know. I'm, I'm really casual with my crystals, I feel like. I definitely feel their power and I feel their beauty and, and all of that. Do you feel like then your perspective on spirituality has evolved over the past year? Yeah, I think I'm learning so much right now about different perspectives and I'm in this mode of we've talked about this a lot before but like just being okay with not having all the answers of course and also of questioning some of the main tenets of like new age spirituality and just like wondering if in like really feeling in my soul if those feel right to me so for instance like when people say you choose your whole life path you choose everything that happens to you I just can't resonate with that. And like, maybe I will change my mind, but I just don't think that vibes with any, like you're telling abused, abused people that they chose to be feels like a lightly victim blamey to me. And then you're also telling abusers that they chose to be pieces of shit, but like for a higher purpose, you know? (laughs) So I really struggle with that. And like, I feel like as I say that I drop into a lower vibration, like I can feel it. So I'm sure there's something to heal for me there. But that's really something that I just, I haven't, I haven't made my mind up about it. And I, I really, in my soul, don't believe like, that, that we write the whole movie script. I think we can, we come here and say, I want to learn compassion, forgiveness, and pure, what pure joy feels like, or something like that. But do I think we say, I want to learn compassion by having some, this person do this thing to me. And so then I'm going to have to learn and grow through it. I, I do not think that. Yeah. And maybe I'll change my mind later based on re- information I receive. But in my soul, that just does not sit right to me. I, I do think we sort of set ourselves up for failure by having super specific goals or really rigid and inflexible. We p- set ourselves up for failure. Like even I know uh, in the entertainment industry, I, I don't want to set very specific goals for myself of like, I want to work with this director or I want Mm. to be in this type of show or I need to win this award by age blah 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 I just don't feel like that's actually going to set me on the path to succeeding in those things I want to have more vague goals of like I want to be a full-time actor or like and I'm already on that path yeah and within that I want goals that I can actually achieve like oh I want to reach out to five casting directors in the next month I can do that like that is within my control it's not depending on something else to line up for me specifically. So, and, and yeah, I, I really like those more broad goals that we're heading toward. Yeah. And I also think the whole, like, you write you write the whole script, you write every second. It just, like, takes some amount of my free will away. Yeah. Like, I'm and not I feel like I'm that. just an automaton, like, living out a to-do yeah. list or something. And even part like... of me, like, saying this out loud, I feel nervous because I know a lot of people do, tr- like, really deeply and truly believe that. And I know none of them are going to come for me because they're all beautifully, wonderful, compassionate people. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It just, at this point in my spiritual journey, that just doesn't sit right with my soul. And that's just how I just need to accept it. Part of me, part of me wishes I believe that, but like the other part of me, like 
there is a huge part of me that's just like, nope. So, yep. so uh, it is what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that is that is me too. And you know, hopefully we'll be different in five years. Like I'm excited to be a different person in five years. Maybe this perspective will still be the same. Maybe it'll change. That's one of my favorite things about like the ch- our chats that we've had in the past few episodes that we've done. I feel like both of us just feel like I'm okay with just admitting that I changed my mind. And every human just needs to be okay with that. Like, Mm. I know we always do this gotcha thing with people who change their mind or want to do this stuff. But, yeah, I just think it's so important that we just, like, give ourselves grace. And and if you want grace when you change your mind, you got to give other people grace when they change their mind and be like, cool. Instead of being like, I thought that you thought this. Right. Like, who wants to hear that? Who wants to hear that? Just let people change their mind and, like, allow it. Yeah, definitely. And as two people, like, putting themselves out there into the world in a searchable, permanent internet way, like, we have to have some flexibility to be like, yeah, that's what I thought back in 2019. I'm a totally different person now, and that's okay. Right. Yeah. Totally. This is on the internet. (laughs) I feel like you just brought that into my consciousness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean... freaks me out, but yeah. It is true. I mean, yeah. Yep. I even look back on because, you know, I hosted that, my own podcast for a while and I don't think I still believe all the same things that I was saying then. So it's weird. I know. It is weird. You like there. look at yourself. You're like, oh, huh. Okay. I thought that. That's, so that's cool. you, in the, in the past year, you've gained so a little bit of traction. You've had more interviewers. Do you feel like you have a more vibrant spiritual community around you? Yeah, I do. You know, I think, I think sometimes with podcasting, it's hard to tell because you don't, I not everybody, I'll say this about the podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, on my personal Instagram, I follow one podcast that I listen to. Hmm. And I listen to six to eight podcasts weekly, usually. Like I have a bunch of shows that I really like to follow. Maybe that's too many. I don't know. Five. I don't know. But I'm telling you, I don't listen, I don't follow any of them on Instagram. So I realize that there's probably a lot of people who are listening right now that don't follow me on, on like any social media, which is totally okay. But it does make me be like, I, what is, what is my community? Like, so yeah, I mean, like my assumption is that they're vibrant. I'm also on a big kick of cultivating your own community and the people and environments that you put time and energy into are the communities with which you're associating. So there might be a bunch of people out there who like feel a part of your community, but you don't have any interaction with them. So they're not really as much a part of yours. So the people that I'm reaching out to and connecting with and deciding to spend time with, I'm making a part of my community. So I, I feel like there's a lot of choice in what we surround ourselves with day to day. I'm also, you know, a, a big believer in we are like the people with whom we most associate, the ideas mm. with whom we most with which we most associate. So more purposely picking and choosing your community is possible, even though you know we can put out content to the entire world it's not like the entire world is our community our community is what we focus on Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and I think like I love I love the little Instagram community I feel like TikTok feels less personal to me so I love my little IG community like people who interact with my stories and who ask me when my books are opening and like said people email me with um you know uh, episode suggestions which I absolutely oh, wow. love awesome. if you do have an episode suggestion and you have for some reason been too afraid to email me do it because yeah I'm always looking for really cool people and, and cool topics to cover so yeah I feel like it's been there's been ups and downs in terms of me feeling like at one point earlier this year I was having a hard time getting people to reply to me just like asking them to be on the podcast and for a second I was like is this over 
Aww. I was like, oh my gosh, what if it's Uber? And then, and then, like, uh, like three weeks later, it was like the floodgates opened. Like, everybody was emailing me back. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. just a weird little lull. And I let, I definitely let that be like, oh, wait, what is happening? Which is totally fine. We're not going to be, like, up, up, up all the time. But, yeah, so it hasn't been, like, completely, in terms of my inner feelings, smooth sailing throughout. And I've, I've thought a lot about growth and why growth is important. What do I want this community to look like moving forward? How do I how do I feel about where it's going and, and all of that stuff? And at the same time, I try to not think about too much and just try to have a shit ton of fun, you know? Yeah. So, Is there anything you wish you were getting or you would like to see more from your people emailing in or commenting? Is there any anything else you would like to see from them? Reviews. <laughs> five stars, I am baby. Five star reviews. I I would so, so appreciate, and I put this semi-regularly on my Instagram stories, that if you love this podcast, I know, I know that it takes time to review things, but even if you just write, like, I love this podcast and give it five or four stars, whatever you feel is deemed worthy of the podcast, it is so helpful for other people to read reviews and for, like, people, if you want to also grow this community, which I definitely do, Leaving reviews is a huge way to help the podcast be known. And I'm sure we're going to be doing really cool stuff in the future, like having meetups and doing cool retreats. Me and Anthony have talked about that. Like there's going to be cool stuff. So if you want this community to grow and for you to potentially meet your next psychic best friend. When you started this, I know it can feel like, okay, I'm, I'm having this podcast about psychic mediumship and spirituality and that's a, just a massive, massive thing. Do you feel like over time, ha- has any subject or perspective filtered down into a more core of the direction with which you're headed or, or the importance that you hold it? What, what's filtered down over time? In, in general, we've had a lot of astrology and tarot on. I would love to get a little bit more deeper into mediumship. That's something that I, like, I promise on the podcast. And I've actually had a little bit of trouble finding people who really delineate themselves as a psychic medium or a medium overall. Like I find a lot of tarot readers, a lot of astrologers, which is great. I've had a lot of them on the podcast. Great, great, wonderful people. But yeah, I'd love to sort of dive a little bit deeper into mediumship. And then I know from feedback from people that they kind of want to get into like a little bit more obscure esoteric stuff, which could be interesting. That that probably feels like a fall type uh topics which i'm hoping to get really spooky this season for october <laughs> um and I'm, I'm, I'm in the works with some stuff for that so that's nice. exciting but yeah i, I kind of want to keep it broad and open so that we can just keep exploring lots of different topics and come back to lots of different topics like we're not just going to cover tarot one time and and the reason i started this was because i wanted to learn from lots of people's different perspectives and hear about lots of people's different journeys like at the core of this i think it's really one of the reasons I really started was I want to hear and I want to project other people's stories so that people don't feel as alone. It's like, mm. that is like sort of the that's core really mission is Damn. like, Hey, that's why I really like love what you're doing. Cause I feel like so many people, like we talked about before with the capitalistic commoditization of these sorts of things, but the amount of focus you have on healing and walking with people, making people feel heard and understood and loved and coming out of a session with you with value, with a concrete takeaway that is positive I just love that as a guiding force. I feel like so many people 
coming, especially from maybe a religious background, can have this sort of negative energy and mindset towards spiritualism in the way that you see it. But when you go with the guise of what what is causing harm, like what is the harm being done here? Mm. I just feel like that purpose and, and, and speciality that you are going into it with has no harm in it whatsoever. Mm. Like if this feels good to you, if this feels validating, this is supposed to reinforce your life path and your mission. I just don't see the avenue for harm there. Mm. So I feel like, I don't know, I just really appreciate that purpose that you're leading with all this thank you yeah of course dude thank you i think that's really really powerful yeah yeah i want people to feel like they're absolutely not alone because that's what podcasts in the beginning did for me and i'm structuring mine a little bit maybe a little different than the ones i originally listened to but yeah i just want people to to hear lots of different stories and how people got on their own paths because i think it's so special to just learn from each other and, and understand that, yeah, you're, I don't know. You're just not alone. and Yeah. I don't know. That's important to me. So Snaps yeah. all around. Yeah. Well, that kind of touches on what I wanted to kind of start to finish up with, which is, okay, you're at the one-year mark. What, what, Where do you think things are going to go in the next year? Do you have any hopes or intentions that you want to set for this next year of Opening Door Podcast? What's that look like? What's that feel like? Yeah. Such a good question. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, yeah. too, because I'm like, wow, like, I, I have had so much fun. Every time I finish doing an interview, I like get up from my little desk chair, I close Zoom, and I walk out the door, I take a sip of water, do whatever I need to do, and I, my cup feels so full. And I'm like, wow, I love this so much. The ultimate goal, and I'm just gonna share it. I'm so, I'm having fear of sharing this goal right now. Like I, my ego is like, don't share it with the world. What if it never happens? But you know what? I am going to bravely step into this and say, I would love to be doing this work full time because I'm not doing, I have a day job, a freelance day job where I do lots of work for other clients and it's not mediumship related at all. But I would love to have like this podcast and my readings and like hopefully some books in the future. Um, like that is what I really feel fills my cup. And so, yeah, I don't know, like to be in service in this way to people would like feel really, really good. So that's like the ultimate Damn, goal. Damn, I can just feel the positivity and like excitement coming off of you. That's yeah. awesome. So for the next year, I mean, like I, I really hope, I really hope for growth, honestly. Like I, I hope to like 5X the amount of people who are listening. I don't know how that's going to happen through reviews maybe <laughs> just kidding five stars <laughs> five star reviews but um yeah i don't know like i hope to see an amazing amount of growth in this community and like people listening um like so that i can continue to fill my cup and fill everybody else's doing this work too so i feel so afraid saying that out loud but thank that's, you for working that's, through your fears that's, that's what awesome. it that's what i hope for and i'm just I'm just letting the internet know. I'm letting, I'm telling Audacity. That's what it is. <laughs> that's it. So, that's it. It's a very meta joke. We're recording this on Audacity. This is sponsored by Audacity. <laughs> Leave a five-star review for Audacity. <laughs> um, personally, do you have any hopes or intentions for your path, like your individuality, even if you weren't recording anything, for your spiritual growth or mediumship growth? Yeah, I'm really interested in, like, I, I just want to continue. I don't know if this is personal. I don't know. I just want to continue to make the readings that I give, like, so powerful and potent. Like, I want people to walk away and be like, holy 
shit, I got so much out of that. So personally, I just like that. That's me personally working on how to structure my readings. How can I bring through more information for people? How can I connect better? So for me, that's really being on my meditation game, ex- expanding my worldview. Maybe that's through astral travel, you mm-hmm. know, just sort of expanding. I would also love to, hypnotism is really interesting to me right now too. Okay. Hypnotism through like to get people into a deep meditative state very interesting to me so don't be surprised if i slide up all in these uh hypnotism types of classes or something yeah Yeah. because i I think we did an episode with evelyn zool she does hypnotism but like for spiritual purposes not for like like a stage act sure and i just find it really interesting and it might be like something like a really cool type of offering to add to would you want to do hypnotism for other people or self-hypnosis i think for other people yeah yeah like to lead them through guided meditations that are really powerful or like accessing different things and stuff like that so yeah i don't know i think that might be really cool but yeah like i i definitely see myself adding something within the next year like something a little new i don't know what that is yet maybe it's hypnotism i don't know sweet we'll see we'll see we'll check it in a year yeah mark yeah absolutely for sure for sure now last question this is the question that you ask everyone so what is something that someone who's listening right now that they can do to open their door to their intuitive abilities a little bit more? What a great question. Wow, I know. First of all, really fantastic. Off the top of the dome. Off, yeah, right <laughs> off. Really good question. So there's been, you know, basically 47 different answers on this podcast so far, give or take, because we've had 47 episodes so far. And there's been so much good advice. And one of the main advice that you will hear here is meditation. So you already know that. So that's not what I'm going to say. The, one of the first things that I did, which was really, really fun and felt pretty light, was connecting with my guides. And my so my first sort of suggestion is just to start connecting with your guides. And if this isn't part of your worldview yet... Start connecting with your higher self because there is something else up there. If you believe in something else, there's at least your higher self up there. So ask for a sign is like one of my favorite, my favorite, favorite things. And this is covered a little bit more in the like connecting with your guides 101 episode. So you can go back and listen to that again if you need extra ideas. But the one of the first things that I did was connect with my guides through meditation. Sorry, gotta say it through meditation and through asking for signs. So that is my one thing that you can do to open your door and being present too. I'll give you a little extra one too. Being present is so important for connecting with your guides and also just connecting to spirit in general, because when we're not present, we're either in the past or we're in the future and we're really not paying attention to the stuff that's happening around us. And that is really where you're going to find spirit communicating with you. Mm. So staying present. Can you give a quick, like maybe one or two sentence tip for each one of those quick tip for meditating, Mm. quick tip for being present Quick tip for asking for a sign. Yes, meditation. We've, we've talked a lot about this on the podcast. Anthony and I have a meditation episode that people can can bop back to if they want to. But finding a meditation that works for you is really important. And just trying them out. So I love the Calm app or if you just need to – or Insight Timer has a lot of free meditations. Just try, try a guided meditation. Try a, a quiet meditation. Try a walking meditation and just see what – really like what your body responds to and what your mind responds to and then go with that no judgment judgment free zone don't judge yourself for not being able to sit quietly for 30 minutes start with literally two minutes i think i said this on a different podcast that we did together but i don't meditate for longer than like like 15 minutes 10 minutes minutes is my sweet spot 
and I don't, I'm not judging myself. Do the 10 minutes, do the two minutes, just that little quietness. And then connecting with your guides, asking for signs. So you want to ask for a specific sign that you're not just going to see like in your house or anything. And then you want to ask for a time frame. So by Friday, I want to see a blueberry. Oh, okay. Something like that. And then, so yeah, ask for it. Ask for it in a time frame. And if it doesn't happen, ask again. Don't be afraid. So there's that. What was the other? What was my last? Oh, being present. Mm-hmm. Quick tip for being present. It's so hard. I'm, I'm definitely somebody who, one, I'm a dreamer. So I'm always dreaming of what's going to happen in the future. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm thinking about even like my weekend or like, you know, so major dreamer. And then a lot of stuff just prompts me to think about the past. I don't know why. Like I'll look at something and be like, oh, I remember this time in high school when blah, 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 you know? So I really relate to not like not always being great at being present, but I think Same. quieting the mind is a really good way to do that. And so it really leads back to meditation, but even just like noticing things around you, it's like noticing your hands can yeah. be, just like we talked about with lucid dreaming, can be a way to stay present or just to be like, I am here. When you notice yourself thinking about the past or the future, bringing yourself back to the present moment, what am I doing? What am I seeing? What can I feel? Just those classic sort of five grounding things. It's like, what's one thing I can see? What's one thing I can hear? What's one thing I can touch? Like that type of thing sure. can sort of just help you bring you back to the present. And as I've said on this podcast a thousand times, I'm not perfect. I'm I'm bopping around all timelines, yeah. you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think presence is really helpful in connecting with spirit. Like if I wasn't present during my readings, I wouldn't bring through any information. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think one thing that's popping up for me right now with that question is, I don't know. I don't know if this even relates that much, but like loving yourself and self-acceptance and being okay with who you are and where you're at. I feel like for me has helped me feel more present because I can get so caught up in, yeah, of course my anxieties and stresses over like my to-do list and the amount of success I want to achieve and that kind of thing. But when I slow down and like really love my self-development, love where I'm at in my worldview process, in my process of accepting myself and spiritually evolving, the more I can sort of see myself and be self-aware and love myself. I feel like that just creates a, a way more present person within me. That, mm. I don't know. I feel like that's, I just felt moved to sort of say that. So maybe that helps someone out there. For sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Good insight. Thanks. Yeah. Anything Love else it. you want to say as we close out here? Thank you so, 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 so much for being with me on this journey for the past year, whether you listened from like somehow from the first episode or that you maybe you've come in on episode 30 and have been working your way back. I just want to say thank you so, so much. I I just love doing this, and I, I love that people listen, and it, it makes me so happy that, that you're here. So, thanks. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. If you want more from Opening the Door, follow along on Instagram at Opening the Door Podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development? Email openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.